In 2019, a crack commando duo was sent to prison by the FCC for a crime they did not commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security prison to the podcast underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as fugitives. If you have a problem, if no other podcast can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the devil and the gent. I hurt myself today, podcast land, just to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain, the only thing that's real, as in really, really sucks right now that I am the monster of a mass unit that my Yankees and Steelers both have a dire need for. I am a crestfallen Jersey Devil, and with me, by means of in vitro fertilization today, my ever-present producer and co-host, the Georgia Gentleman, a.k.a. the Gent, how be you? How be I? I think I should be asking how be you after that intro. That was pretty depressing and somber to listen to. But before before we get into how we're doing, I did want to tee up the rest of our show today. So we're going to break down Thursday's game. The devil's going to break down how to... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, my elbows. Son of a bitch. This easy, easy, easy. Yeah. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. The devil, I think, if he's still here, is going to break down some live game wagering. Oh, it just blew out a knee. <laughs> my knee is gone. The bone is sticking through. <laughs> well we got a lot of res- we got a lot of response on twitter on live game wagering so we're going to give you guys some tidbits and knowledge on that and you know honestly i don't have a whole lot of knowledge on live game wagering so i'm curious what you're going to give us devil but anyways after live game wagering we're going to head into our new segment fantasy five we're going to give you five of the best our best fantasy picks for this week and then we're going to move on to some sunday picks and after all that said and done we may have a surprise for the listeners devil i think we might have found our youngest fan of the show. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Well, they, they have some gripes with you. I think they want to roast you, so this could be fun. Oh, I am so tired of you millennial jabronis thinking you can call me up, try to roast me, and what happens? You fall ass backwards, head over heels into the campfire yourself, and you get roasted till your face melts off. Just ask the guys of Yankees Fireside Chat how that goes. Hey, well, this isn't even a millennial. This is a Gen Zer. So we're younger than millennials uh, now. Submillennial? <laughs> submillennial. Oh my. What's worse than a millennial? Submillennial. <laughs> oh, take a dive down. Great. Anyways, you asked how I was. Well, I'm doing a lot better than last Monday. Last Monday, you know, had yes. terrible work day, just one of those weeks. And this Monday, I had a great work, to, work day today. But you know what did get me a little down? Yeah, what's that? I think you know. I know. It is connected to my... My intro, I indeed it is spouted out. Yeah, this is bad. This is bad. We're gonna put this this episode and toss back a toddy or two to what what could be. We don't want to say it, but long time with Ben Roethlisberger and his Steeler fans. A lot of good stuff there too, and yeah, wish him the best. As we found out today, his season is now over, and at thirty-seven years old, this. Elbow injury requiring surgery, you know, 
It's kind of like on the Yankee side. CeCe went down to all the pinstripe beloved out there. CeCe went down a month ago and a couple weeks ago maybe, and everybody said same type of thing. At his age, pitched the amount he has, one serious injury, you know, and I'll tell you. It's tough to bounce back when you're... It is, but you know... It I always... don't want to offend you by saying when you're that old, but... I'm not taking offense from you. <laughs> 700 centuries on this earth is not that old. I'm still... Fact, I'm just like one click past my prime. That's it. One click. One click past my prime. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we bring it back and a lot, a lot of injuries and a lot, a lot of medical issues and things... I, I'm no doctor. I don't want to be talking this stuff. You know, it's, it's tough to have to go into this, but we felt the need. Today, we'll try to get through it together. Maybe we all hold hands. And, you know, when you see when you see what's going on with the Patriots and Tom Brady and, and Bill Belichick and everybody's healthy and just ripping people limb by limb. You know, I, think, could, I think they made a deal with you at some point. Oh, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> Belichick's you ever, on, your, on your favorites, on your contact favorites, right? Well, how the hell else? No pun intended. How the hell else do you think they're doing what they're doing? Come on. That's that's just not believable what's going on. And nothing ever bad happens to them. Never. No. Even Tom Brady, when he got injured that one year, they still won 11 games. So why don't we have at least 8 million people listening to this freaking podcast <laughs> at this point then, okay? I'm backing away so I don't swallow that mic because, yes, look what we can do for you. Look what the devil can do for you. All so, right? You can blame all your bad decisions on me. You can win Super Bowls and play high-caliber football at 42 years old. And for all you 42-year-olds sitting back on your recliner polishing off your fifth beer right now, just imagine throwing on some pads and getting out there <laughs> and doing what he's doing, all right? Man, I sweat to death sometimes and need a nap after 18 holes of golf. He does is just stupid. So, yes, that's a very high-caliber deal signed. All right, Devil. So, well, let's move on from the deals you've made with all your constituents and your your people. Yeah, yesterday's news. Let's talk about. Uh, actually, you know, something just popped up on my Twitter. So, if you who is you are not going to make me go into the the, the time pit of Twitter here <laughs> in our podcast. I will not go. I don't know why you're talking bad at it. You're. I mean, it's you're, not bad. It's just it it sucks me in, and it's like the next thing I know, I'm like I'm like one of you. Yeah, I'm like one of you. Instead of living my life, I'm there. Interacting with a lot of people, but you know, some cool, some not, whatever. But I'm not. I don't know. It just it, it it's definitely addictive, and you got to put limitations on it. So, well, your boy. What do we got? Anyway, yeah, what yeah. we got? What we got here? Your boy Brandon Schreffler. Brandon Schreffler seems to be a Sooners fan. Said, "Invite Devil and Jet back. We are best friends now. What are you doing to these people in this live over under chat that you've been telling me about?" Yeah, the live chat. It's oh, it's at over under girl. Okay, on Twitter. And she runs this thing. She's she's from Vegas, works hard, does a good job. Mm-hmm. She's running this thing and, and running this chat line where she does these live chats where she brings in uh, handicappers of varying degrees. Okay. I mean, sometimes I feel, I, feel, I feel overmatched. And, and then I decide to try. But, you know, there's, <laughs> no, there's a lot of good people in there. I joke a lot more talented th- than I. And I. I can see that. Apparently, they're taking a liking to you. I've gotten lucky a little bit in there. Okay. Yeah, good back and forth banter, and you, know, you just give it like the uh, 
guy you're talking about, Brandon. All right, he he wanted to take the take the over during the live wagering at halftime. The over under was twenty four and a half. He he was all into the under because it was a low scoring game. Sure, between the Eagles and, and Falcons, you saw defenses were dominating. Mm-hmm. I just sent a tweet said, "Hey, pump those brakes there, Potsy." All right, because coaches make adjustments at halftime. And defenses get tired this early in the season. Don't forget, they have not been playing for a month yet. They don't play Hall preseason games. So second half is when you tend to see the majority of the scoring done on a lot of these NFL games. So I was saying 24 and a half seems a lot. Don't do it. So apparently a few people, uh, well, they looked on the left shoulder and saw the angel and they looked away. And then they looked on the right shoulder. And I mean right logistically and I mean right metaphorically. And listen to the devil. <laughs> Yeah, listen to that guy. And in this case, he was right. You know, and in several of them, this guy, Brandon, talking about how, wow, you saved me, thanks, didn't, didn't go down that pit. So, yeah, it was it was a good good night for me on, on that chat. I really do enjoy the banter. And there are people, a lot of them know what they're doing. And you get into the live wagering aspects, and that's where you're really deciding from you know, time out to time out, quarter to quarter, what, what to adjust and what plays to make. Which I think sometimes because you're seeing it live, you get a feel for sports, and it's a good thing. But Twitter, yeah, we gotta gotta hit up uh, our people of uh, over on a girl, and you, you just hit up one, another one, uh, R.I.P. Mommy. All right, another one <laughs> back and forth. And I really don't mean that literally or metaphorically. That's just a that's one of these their Twitter handles that goes out. And I tell you, so definitely you got Mikey Jones, A.K.A. Mr. Parlay. Mm. Mikey knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he had a lot of good good feedback, and it's good banter, and I think it actually helps people sometimes with a voice of reason, just a different set of eyes, if you will. Yeah, so you're going to keep that going? I have been invited to be one of the, the people on board tonight, which when you hear this podcast tomorrow, it'll be Tuesday, so it would have been last night, so, well, you're shit out of luck. But anyway, yeah, looking forward to it, and it usually it'll be Thursday night games, the primetime games, Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night. Good thing for us on Thursdays. That's our big pick. That's our game. Now we are. Hey, are we gonna do a little, uh, a little wink, wink, old teaser Rooney there, huh? This Thursday, yeah. we got a game, right? Yeah, we do. We got an AFC South smash game going on down in Jacksonville, Florida, I believe. Yeah, they're taking on Tennessee Titans. It's gonna be an interesting game. It is, and we've already looked at it, folks. We're playing coy with you. We've already looked at it. We've already got it broken down, and we're gonna tell you whether it's a really good economic opportunity or a night where you know what, whole family's tucked in bed. I got some popcorn. I'm just gonna enjoy a few hours myself, sitting on the couch watching some NFL football. So that's the deal, there, folks. We're gonna hook you up with that Thursday night game as we always do. But before that... Well, actually, I want to stay on this Twitter thing a little bit longer. I mean, this tweet that our boy Brandon just posted, it's got five likes already. Southern Cappers, Southern Cappers, Igor's Locks, Mr. Jocelyn, and Mikey Hiones. There's some more friends of yours from the from the over-under chat. Are they just banging in now? Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of those. <laughs> Was it me and a little bell comes with that dot on it? Was it? That's the... Uh... Oh, it's notifications. Okay. Well, it seems to be you're It's like they're your ringing a bell, you know, trying to notify you. All right. You get it? Well, that's what I was going to say. Sometimes <laughs> that comes up and it's like, all right, these six people like this or those five people. What, I don't know what that is. I just post my stuff. I let you take care of the analytics of this. But it seems like a lot of people were uh, at least amused or entertained slightly 
by my debauchery last night, perhaps. And, and I was very fortunate. You know, that's fleeting. Take advantage of when it's there. You're being humble. Well, I'm being humble, you know, for good reason. I have an unfair advantage. I'm a demigod. That's true. These mortals try and they try and try as they might. They can't quite come up with the waves, the live wagering strategy that I implanted last night. My goodness. Oh. Yeah, so I'm with you. Anything else you want to talk about with Twitter? At Devil and the Gent, by the way? Yeah. I guess I could do a, a positive medical thing with all of the bad news swarming around us and the medical ailments of these sports. Boy, Brandon Treffler, he told me flat out. He'd give me his kidney after I hooked him up with that, that play last night. All right, and then another sweet song. <laughs> right now, he's giving me little, little, those little things with someone saying, hey, I'll give you my kidney. What are they? The GIF? Like the peanut? No, the GIFs. Yeah. Send me a GIF with uh, with that right there saying he was going to give me the kidney. I said, I don't I don't need any kidneys. So I'll just take part of your soul. <laughs> he responded back. I'm reading off this right now. I just looked it up. First time seeing it, he says, I think my wife owns that. All right, old Brandon says. It's a great line, by the way. Yeah, right? Yeah. So I replied to him, he's one of the lucky ones. His wife just owns his soul. Most guys have wives who crush their soul repeatedly, over and over again. So, hey, if she's hanging on to it, she's probably not crushing it. You're all right, Brandon. Devil, I got a question for you. Okay. What's better than a demigod? What's better than a demigod? Yeah. Nothing. A titan. No, a titan is not better than a demigod. Well, just bigger. Well, we're taking them anyways on Thursday. So let's uh, get into this Thursday night game. Nice one. Let's Thank do you. it. <laughs> nice one. Yeah, we're looking to bounce back personally. Alexa, play. After dropping a hard fought, went the distance. 12 round decision, heartbreaker last Thursday. Mick, grab that steak knife. Cut me, Mick. Cut me so I can see out of both my eyes and prepare for this masterpiece matchup in the AFC South that we will see. The Tennessee Titans at one and one, looking like Dr. Heck, Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars that look like, well, 0-2. Well, Devil, all humor aside, the Titans are a two-point favorite. Do you think it's a viable economic opportunity for our loyal listeners? Well, I don't. Huh. I don't see this one as a viable economic opportunity. I see this more as a, you got to have some action. So I'm saying, tap this one lightly, you know, kind of get that 12 on the blackjack table. Dealer, just tap this one lightly. Just yeah. Put, just put a, uh, don't, don't risk... Don't risk the whole date Friday. Don't risk the funding for the whole date. Just uh, risk that you might be going for a happy meal instead of turf to turf. <laughs> all right? This one's hard to get a handle on because I said it comes down to some simple, simple thoughts here for everybody to just chew on. And remember, I'm just a doped up rebel with an attitude, so take it at you will. But I refer to Tennessee as Jekyll and Hyde. Right? Yeah. Are you aware of what is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Gent? Is that a millennial phrase you're familiar with, or are you going to 
Never seen the movie, never seen the show, but I think I follow along with the phrase. What's the phrase? They're one team one week, and they're another team the next. Yeah, I mean, that's in football, right. It was this thing to answer your question. He had this Dr. Jekyll. Now, he was a straight-up cool dude. He was a legit doctor. Fair everything keeps going back to medicine in this episode. Oh, well, everything keeps going back there. Like it or not, here we go. So, anyway, Dr. Jekyll was a different kind of doctor. He, he, was, he was the man. He was cool. He hooked everybody up. Then he invented this potion that thought would... I don't know, make him a little better. Maybe he thought it was the cure for cancer. I kind of fell asleep at that part in English class, so I don't know. But he took this <laughs> potion just to take it, okay? He was a risk taker. I can appreciate a good risk, so he went out there on a limb. And when he took this potion, he turned into this cat named Mr. Hyde. Now, Mr. Hyde, that was a guy that I would want to party with, Mr. Okay. Hyde. He ran around at night and did some just uh, defiling, degenerate things. So back to the par- you all, back to where I started. I digress yet again. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde meaning one person during the day, one person at night because of this potion. And I'm saying the Tennessee Titans look great in week one. Mm-hmm. I mean, just kicking the living hellfire out of Cleveland. When a big hyped up machine that was the Cleveland Browns. So, but I mean, they just put a beat down on them big time. And then yesterday, you and I were talking about it, Jen. What did they look like yesterday? Tennessee I mean, Titans. If you felt like they had a good handle on the game until the fourth quarter, and then they just kind of fell asleep. And they let the Colts come back and win. I think it was 1917, something like that. I mean, they didn't win by much, but they still won with their backup quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. So. Yeah, and Brissett is he he could pull an upset. I mean, I'm not completely yeah, no, down not bad on, at all. Yeah. on the Colts in that division. I'm not writing them off. They're playing with that love that chip on the shoulder, mm-hmm. and they got a big one. But back to back to Tennessee. Um, it's tough to think a road team on a short week could shake off a loss and go down there. But at the same time, what do we always start with when we're looking at these games? We look at quarterbacks. Yeah, first and foremost. And the quarterback for Tennessee is Marcus Mariota, who to me is becoming a, a proven paisan, if you will. All right? He's, he's getting it done. He's trying to work himself in the top tier of quarterbacks, you could say right now. He's, I think he's well on his way. Yes. Mm. Good ball security, which you'll play in that Jacksonville defense, which is good. Get to them in a minute. But, yeah, Mariota is really emerged into that, I would say, top third quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. All right? He's definitely proven himself now. And he's handing the ball off to a, just a wrecking ball that was roll tide, Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Henry is a, he, he's a force. He's a juggernaut, if you will. Yeah, he's one of those guys that looks like he's running downhill, and the guy trying to tackle him is running uphill. You know that kind of guy. So you combine those two with some with some good pass catchers, and we like the offense. And then you look at the quarterback for. Jacksonville Jaguars right now. He happens to be Nick Foles. Oh, yeah. Medical alert. Shocker. He busted his damn collarbone, and he isn't there anymore. No, the quarterback for Jacksonville now would be... Garner Minshew. Garner Minshew. I don't care what... Well, of course he wears men's shoes. What else is he going to wear? <laughs> Slippers out there? What? Come on. Well, oh, his, na- his name is Minshew. Jen's pointing to his name now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess that's my point. Folks, he is Garner Minshew, and he did a fairly decent job yesterday in all reality. But you're going to compare 
someone in the rising stock with Mariota, and then you got Minshew throwing the ball. Next we go to running the ball, right? We mentioned Derrick Henry. Leonard Fournette's pretty good. But if you stack eight in a box against him, he hasn't proven worthy that he can shake a tackle and, and break the big one. Yeah, and to piggyback off that, now Minshew has a little tape on him. So, I mean, he's going to have tape on him heading into this Thursday night game. So their defenses are going to be a little bit more prepared than maybe the Texans were last week to let defend me, against them. Let me help my young millennial here. He didn't mean to say Minshew would have tape on him. That'd be like, yo, yo, Garner Minshew, yo, Garner. You got any tape on you, man? No. There is tape on Garner Minshew. And Tennessee <laughs> possesses the tape. Of Garner Minshew. Thank you for clarifying. Well, I didn't want to have to burn you next week in one of those, what did I say, flashback to the stupid things we say segment. So <laughs> let's just get it out now. No time like the present. Yeah. In all seriousness, back to Tennessee, mm-hmm. right? They themselves have a very solid defense. Very not like the Pittsburgh Steelers, which can't tackle anybody. Load the box against Fournette, and then they're going to get after Minshew. And to your point... Again, it's one of those three-day week games, mm-hmm. so which is the other reason it would scare me to go with Tennessee and say, go ahead, it's a great opportunity. You know what? Go for the surf and turf dinner date money. No, no. Let's uh, let's not get – I don't think we need to get any overly excited on it. I think breaking down those positions, Tennessee's got the better quarterback by significant mm-hmm. amount. We'd say Jacksonville's probably got the better defense. Still banged up a little bit. So I don't think that is as wide discrepancy. And I think it's going to come down to who has the better day between Derrick Henry and Leonard Fournette. And I like the Titan line there. So for there, I think Tennessee is the play. Tennessee is giving to, oh boy, road favorite on a Thursday night game. Yeah, call my psychiatrist <laughs> up again. There he goes. I know. That's the part that scares me, and that's why it's not a real good economic opportunity. This is, hey, get the dog crashed out at your feet, turn the TV on, kick back. Just got to have some action on it, make it a little more interesting. Otherwise, you wind up turning on some damn idle, singing, ninja, miniature golf thing where they're coming out in dance costumes or god forbid any news okay so that's why you gotta have action you gotta save yourself from all of that yeah yeah people think hell's crazy just start turning the channels around Nah, you want to watch the football you need you need you need some action to keep you interested and fantasy and fantasy players too that's why you have some interest yeah there you go to recap this I'm kind of I'm doing what you call a segue there. We're going to talk Fantasy Five. That was up. good. I should be doing that. Yeah, you sh- that was my thought exactly, <laughs> Jen. Yes, you should. I'm glad you realized that now. Next, I'll be pushing buttons over there on that computer control switch and microphone. Whatever. I wouldn't else. get too ahead of, too ahead of yourself. No. He did. Just ask me what the bell is on Twitter. So. Well, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. Okay. But only because I don't like the way I look from behind. Not because of what you said. <laughs> Stop spitting beer on the keyboard. It's not working out. See him. He can't even contain himself. Pitiful. <laughs> All right. So, wrapping up. We like this Thursday. Because you got to have action on this one. Just throw, throw a few dollars down. You know, the difference between, oh, dessert or no dessert come Friday night. That's all. Whatever you got in your pocket. 
But you go ahead and you put that on Tennessee for the reasons we discussed. So Thursday night, Tennessee, give the two points. Go Marcus Mariota, Derrick Henry. And yes, for one night and one night only, a Titan is better than a demigod. <laughs> go Tennessee Titans, go. Well, Devil, I have some bad news for you. Yeah, what else is new? <laughs> yeah. Our 10-year-old Gen Zer is not going to be on the show today. But she will be on next week. And where is the bad news in that? <laughs> why do I want to deal with some 10-year-old girl? Tell me I'm I mean, why? Really? I guess I didn't think about it that way. No, I don't need I to. thought she was going to put you in your place, so I was pretty excited about it. So I guess more bad news for me than her. Well, yeah, I didn't know about that. No, I'm not having any damn 10-year-old talking trash to me. We are not going there. I am the prince of darkness, okay? I am not going to have some 10-year-old little girl talk trash to me. Are you out of your mind? You have contact with her, right? I do, yes. Okay, whatever word you're doing it through Twitter, parents' Twitter, whatever kind of way she's breaking through to the devil here. You, I want you to relay a message. Okay, what's that? Well, a 10-year-old ought to be in school, all right? So she ought to be familiar with some homework. I'm going to give her some homework for next week. Okay. Tell her to go outside and play in traffic. <laughs> I believe her name was Roll Tide Girl. Roll Tide Girl. You know what? Before you go play in traffic... <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and call up one of the opponents that Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide have played in the last couple weeks, all right? I mean, you got a lot of people there that, well, what do they have? Maybe Prairie View, Montana, Junior College. Roll Alabama, you're stepping out of your little 10-year-old. I'm talking to a 10. Just go play between those yellow lines in the middle of the road. See how long you can make it. And so it begins. Like I said, we're going to have our friend on. Despite what the devil says, we're going to have her on next Monday. She's going to put the devil in his place, I think. Well, she can get in line for that. Because there's a long line of people trying to do that. And she'll probably get lost in the shuffle since she can't even get one of those damn arms like Disneyland to even get on a roller coaster, probably. Little 10-year-old girl. Next! Well, next up, devil, you did say you wanted to mention a little fantasy. You know, we're starting this fantasy segment. Yeah, I got a fantasy when it comes to football. Can no more of the Steelers get hurt, please? Can we have that for a fantasy? Anyway, fantasy football, here we go. We're going to throw out just a little bit today. We're going to throw out just who we started this week. Anybody that wants to hit us back at, at Devil in the Gen on Twitter, if you think your squad even holds a candle. Well, you're stupid for thinking that way because the candle does no good against hellfire. Our, our roster is the following. At quarterback, Dak Prescott, 34 points last week. At wide receiver, Chris Godwin, Tampa Bay, 22 points last week. At wide receiver, Chris Ridley, Falcons, 20 spot. And wide receiver, Greg Allison, fill in from the Green Bay Packers. Boy, are we becoming Packer backers in every way, shape, or form. Guy gets in and puts 10 more on us when we needed it. Running back, Saquon Barkley. New York football giants. Oh, he had an off day and only got 19 and a half. Nice off day. And then you got Eckler, the guy filling in for the Chargers. I think some jabroni in my draft actually took Melvin Gordon before I made the absolute brilliant snag of Eckler, who just rung in another 19 points for us yesterday. Oh, yeah, the tight end, 
the big hip dude, Mr. Kelsey down in Kansas City. Throw another 20 spot on the board. Chicago defense. The Bears. And the kicker, who does nothing but kick butts, because he is butt Kerr, the kicker for Kansas City, with a four-point performance. Looking forward to bragging about our lineup next week. Go ahead again. Hit us up at at Devil and the Gent if you think your squad can match up next to ours. Next. All right. So moving on from fantasy football, let's. Uh, you have any Sunday picks you want to give out? We do. We have a couple picks. Let's talk about it. Then. Oh boy, here we go. Okay, Sunday. The two teams that we are going to invest on, trying to bounce back, trying to get off the mat, trying to lead the team in any way we can. That is the devil and the gent and our prognosticating prowess. We need to get back up to our Mount Rushmore where we belong, right by Elvis and Tupac and, I don't know, Thurman Munson, whoever else is up there. So here we go. In our first bet on Sunday, we like the Kansas City Chiefs. At home, in Arrowhead Stadium, one of the loudest, most raucous venues a visiting team could come in. Baltimore Ravens are coming in. They've looked good, and because they've looked good, under Lamar Jackson now at the helm and a new-look squad, Juvenate Harbaugh leading the boys. Defense looks solid. But now that I've sold them up, to lose, take the Kansas City Chiefs. Minus six and a half in Arrowhead on Sunday. So that's Kansas City Chiefs minus six and a half. The next pick. Jen, when I make this one, I'm telling you right now, if you see a bunch of guys in white suits running around the studio here with those big butterfly nets coming after me, I want you to karate chop every one of them right in the face. Protect me because they might be coming after me after this one. Okay. Because yes, I'm doing it. The Miami Dolphins plus 21. That only hurt for a second. Professional pride is in place. This line is so bloated. An NFL team should not be a 21-point underdog ever. That's like a big sky college football team playing an SEC team. I feel like that's what those lines are like. It is absolutely ridiculous. And we have no choice fully embracing the complete and utter pitifulness of the Miami Clownfish that used to be the Dolphins. Boy, long way from that perfect season, right? Yeah. How do you like that one, Mercury Morris? This is a junior college team you're rooting for, so they say. I say professional pride kicks in. I say the Dolphins also realize they're playing for their futures as well. And they rally together. And only lose by 20 points. <laughs> and you're a winner! I mean, think about it. you got to do it. I'm going to put this preface right now. I'm looking to next week. I'm going to make the second bet of the Dolphins today. So for today, make no mistake about it. For Sunday, we have Kansas City minus 6.5 versus Baltimore. We have Miami Dolphins plus 21 against the Dallas Cowboys down there in Jerry Arena. Jerry Clown Dome. So, take those two. And now I'm going to say this. If the Dolphins don't cover, we're taking them again next week. Because this line is going to come so out of whack. (laughs) This is almost like you're betting on roulette, and it's come up black 37 straight times. Okay, it has got to come red. 
Theoretically, it's 50-50 every time, but it's got to come up. And folks, I'm saying this. Vegas has already a line out of whack. And the more games Dolphins don't cover, the more out of whack it's going to be. And they may indeed, they may indeed be 0-16 and complement their only undefeated team. They may not win a game, but they are going to cover. If you keep doubling down on the Dolphins to cover, it's going to happen because everybody's going to be betting them against them every week because they look so bad. So yes, take them this week. How's that sound? Well, it sounds so ridiculous that it might actually work, so I think we go with it. But hey, Ben Roethlisberger just came out with a statement, by the way. All right, Big Ben. What what does he have to say? Yeah, he just came out with it live while we're doing the show. He said, feels like he's letting down so many people, yada, yada, yada. The Steelers committed to me three years this offseason, and I fully intend to honor my contract and reward them with championship-level play. I will do all I can to support Mason and the team this season to help win games. I love this game. My teammates, the Steelers organization, the fans, I feel in my heart I have a lot left to give. He's coming back. That's what it sounds like. He's coming back before even all the mess and everything else and not even hesitating and saying that he's coming back, which means if nothing else, that's a teammate, folks. And that's what you want to be in life is a teammate. Because there's going to be no distractions. He's going to be on board completely with helping them this year. And that sounds like a dude who is determined to get back. Well, you know what? When you do that, it's not a devastating injury. And when you do that, Alexa, play. A setback ain't nothing but a setup for a comeback. We are the devil and the gents. And we always get back up again. See you next Tuesday, podcast land.